Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. But the problem with our text is that it doesn't just say that someone can fall away while being a part of the visible church and the visible signs of the new covenant church. The problem with our text is it says they can fall away and if they do, it is impossible to be brought back to repentance. So the final question that I want to address in closing is this. What about those who have grown up in the church who have been baptized, who have partaken of the Lord's Supper, and who have sat under the Word, the goodness of the Word, and even applied the principles of the Word and experienced success in life, but eventually fall away. And they've tasted of the powers of the age to come, the victory that's found in Christ Jesus. They've seen all these things, witnessed these things, and shared in a visible, external sense, shared in these Christian new covenant things, and yet apostatized, fallen away. Well, the plain reading of our text today says that it is impossible for them to be brought to repentance. In other words, if we're not careful, our text does not threaten the security of the believer, perseverance of the saints, if saved, always saved. But it does seem to threaten someone apostatizing and having any hope, any hope of turning back to the Lord. It does appear as though, not that our text says people can lose their salvation. I've already explained that. But it does appear as though our text is saying, well, people can't lose their salvation, but if they never had salvation, but were a part of the Christian church and then walked away, there is a a classification, a category of person who can never be saved. That's what it looks like. And for that, let's cross-reference to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 through 39. It says this, For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come, A little while, not 2,000 years, dispensationless. That is not a little while. No, an actual little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and persevere their souls. Again, all scripture is for us, but this scripture is to the Jewish converts at that particular time. I believe that the writing of this is probably around between AD 64 all the way up to AD 69, meaning that this is written to Jewish converts who belong to the visible church, who may be truly born again or not, And it is written right before Jerusalem 
is overtaken and the temple is destroyed. Jesus, in the Olivet Discourse of Matthew 24, he talks about fleeing to the mountains. And he says all these things will come to pass in this generation. That Jesus would bring judgment upon the generation that crucified him. That they would see it. He speaks to the high priest, Caiaphas, and he says, this will happen to you. To you. The Jews, they even say when Pilate washes his hands and says, I'm not guilty for the death of Jesus. You wanted this. And they say, so be it. Let his blood be on our hands and our children. And it was. And not just in the spiritual sense. Jesus did return in a sense. Spiritually, Jesus returned in AD 70, coming on the clouds. Joel chapter 2 talks about the clouds. Clouds throughout the Old Testament especially signify judgment. And what people say on that day when, when Jerusalem fell is that there was so much smoke in the air for the fire and the turmoil and the rubble that the sun was almost blotted out. You can read Josephus, the Jewish historian, talking about the fall of Jerusalem in the temple, that the sun was blotted out and that some even witnessed and said that they saw angels in the clouds on that day. And there were fire and billows of smoke. And not one stone literally was left on another stone with the temple. And there was wailing and weeping and gnashing of teeth. And do you know who escaped this great judgment? The Jewish converts, Christians who believed Jesus when he explicitly told them what would happen in Matthew 24. They knew what Jesus was talking about. Dispensationalists don't, but they did. The scripture was to them. They knew that when Jesus says, these things will happen quickly, 2,000 years is not quick. They knew when Jesus said, this will happen before this generation passed away. It was not a metaphor of this type of person, this type of... No, they understood the words of Jesus and they obeyed the words of Jesus and they escaped. Jesus told them, when you see these things happening, flee. Do you know one of the reasons why Christianity exploded in the first century? Because they were given a glimpse of what would happen in the future. Because they were warned. What happened is that persecution came to Jerusalem. They were forewarned by Jesus. They fleed from that persecution and went out to all these other places in the known world and preached the gospel and planted churches. So what our author is saying is he's not saying, okay, you can't lose your salvation. I've already covered that. But, but, but. If you were never saved to begin with, but you've experienced belonging in the Christian church and you go apostate, that is a classification of person who can never be saved because it's impossible for them to be brought to repentance. No, there is not a classification of a person who can never be saved. What's being said is this. You, Jewish converts in AD 64, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, just moments before Jerusalem is going to be sacked, you obey the words of Jesus. When you see these things coming, flee and put all your hope in the new covenant.
covenant, not the old. All your hope in the substance who is Christ, you don't need to have close geographic vicinity to the temple. That's not what's saving. That's not where your hope is found. It's found in Jesus. Flee to the mountains and trust in Jesus. Flee to the mountains and worship Jesus. Put your hope in these things because if you don't, if you regress and revert back, you revert back not just to Judaism and its practices and rituals, but back to Judaism, meaning Jerusalem and the temple, the only thing that awaits is fire and judgment. Not just hell, but in the literal sense, Jerusalem is going down in flames, and Jesus told you about it. So listen and be post-millennial. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.